אתם עם SBS בעברית. לעוד סיפורים מעניינים, כנסו ל-sbs.com.au. שלום אוסטרליה. כנסת ספיקר M.K. מיקי לוי stood before the German Parliament on Thursday to mark International Holocaust Remembrance Day and urged those gathered to protect democracy and educate future generations against hatred. It was the first time that a speaker of the Knesset addressed the full German parliament. To conclude his address, a tear-choked Levy recited the Kaddish, the traditional Jewish mourner's prayer that he read out of a prayer book used by a teenager at his bar mitzvah on October the 22nd, 1938, shortly before the Kristallnacht pogrom instigated by the Nazis against German Jews. The Knesset on Tuesday passed a new coronavirus law bringing an end to the state of emergency that has been in place for most of the pandemic. The new law will go into effect on Tuesday and last until the end of 2022. If the Cabinet wants to impose coronavirus-related restrictions during that period, it will have to classify the circumstances as one of two options, a state of emergency or a special health situation. The Knesset will have to sign off on decisions made in either designation. The army is today distributing COVID home testing kits to millions of kindergarten and school children after the teachers' union threatened to strike over new coronavirus regulations at schools. The union is angry over regulations that cancel isolation for students exposed to COVID-19. The plan, which includes twice-weekly home testing, is supposed to keep children at school, maintain a routine for them and prevent the disruption of their parents' workdays. But teachers are concerned for their safety as many students still do not have the tests and there is no provision to prevent students who have not conducted home tests or have tested positive from entering the classrooms. Negotiations between the union and the education department continue today. Only about 50% of students showed up to school on Thursday. Absences were attributed to parents worried about their children's health, kindergartens closed due to manpower shortages and illness, including COVID. Health Ministry data published on Friday disclosed that over 180,000 school children and nearly 25,000 teaching staff were quarantining after testing positive for COVID-19. Another 4,500 staff were self-isolating after being exposed. Health Ministry officials believe that Israel's Omicron surge has peaked and is now trending down, but warned that the country could still face two or three more difficult weeks. There was still concern that the number of patients in serious condition would rise. There was a slight drop on Friday evening in the number of COVID-19 patients hospitalised in serious condition, with 941 cases reported. There were over 1,000 on Shabbat. On Thursday, there were 960 serious cases. Last week, 179 Israelis with COVID died, an 88.4% increase over the previous week, bringing the total death toll since the start of the pandemic to 8,599. A month ago, the average weekly toll was less than 10. Opposition leader Benjamin Netanyahu publicly declared on Monday that he has not agreed to acknowledge moral turpitude as part of a potential plea bargain that would end his corruption trial and said he had no intention of leaving politics. The former Prime Minister vowed to remain the leader of the Hislikud party and of the right-wing political camp and to eventually return to power and lead the country, bringing an end to speculation as to who might replace him as head of Likud.
Despite resigning from the Knesset this week and as a condition of his plea bargain, Shas leader Arie Derry intends to continue to head the faction and to participate in daily Knesset life. Derry signed a plea deal in December to resolve tax offences connected to real estate transactions, in which he agreed to admit to not paying income tax on an apartment sale and making false statements to resign from the Knesset and pay a 180,000 shekel fine not face a designation of moral turpitude which would have banned him from the Knesset for seven years. It was his second major brush with the law after a 1999 conviction for bribery and breach of trust for actions taken while interior minister. Officials in the police force have urged Jamal Hakrush, a deputy commissioner who headed a unit tasked with fighting crime in the Arab-Israeli community, to resign his position before a committee set to look into his actions in the affair publishes its findings. The committee is expected to do so this week. The affair involves an article that Haaretz published of videos that showed Hakrush running away from the scene of a stabbing in Kfarkana in December 2020 and stumbling over the victim who was lying fatally wounded in a stairwell. Hakrush, who was off duty that day, had insisted that he acted correctly, telling the media on Monday that he had left the building in order to secure the location and to preserve the crime scene as sterile. But new video published by Haaretz on Tuesday showed Hagrush's vehicle exiting the scene of the crime exactly one minute after he was seen leaving the building, before the attacker was arrested or the wounded man taken to hospital where he was declared dead. Attorney General Avichai Mandelblit announced on Thursday that he was closing a probe of police officers over a car chase in which Ahuvia Sandak, 16, died, finding no evidence of criminal wrongdoing. Sandak was killed in a crash while fleeing from police in December 2020, allegedly after throwing rocks at Palestinians. Repeated protests over Sandak's death have escalated into violence and arrests. A statement from Mandelblit's office said the evidence in the case showed police were justified in chasing after the car carrying Sandak and four other young settlers and that there were no grounds for claiming officers intentionally rammed the vehicle. Sandak's family denounced Mandelblit's decision, claiming without evidence that there was a car. The family said officers of Judea and Samaria unit killed our son. A number of right-wing lawmakers also issued, issued condemnations. Transparency International's 2021 Corruption Perceptions Index, which measures the perception of public sector corruption according to experts and business people, gave Israel its worst ever score in a global ranking of how countries tackle government corruption, 59 out of 100. Israel received a score of 60 in 2020 and 64 in 2016. Israel was ranked 36th out of 180 countries in the 2021 report. Among 37 OECD countries, Israel is ranked 29th, dropping four places compared to the 2020 report. On Tuesday, Asher Levy, the chairman of the controversial NSO group, stepped down amid a scandal over police Israel's police use of its spyware Pegasus against civilians. Levy became NSO chairman in April 2020. Numerous revelations have since emerged about alleged rights violations by governments using the firm's Pegasus spyware. 
Two weeks ago, it was alleged that Israeli police have used it for years against Israeli civilians without oversight and against people not suspected of crimes. Police have denied the charges. Last night, there were further allegations that Israel's improved relations with Arab countries and some other nations voting more favorably towards Israel in the UN may have been influenced by making spyware available to governments to spy on their citizens. On Tuesday, the IDF foiled an attempt to smuggle dozens of guns into Israel from Jordan. The military reported that IDF troops and police identified three suspicious vehicles which were caught in the area of the Route 90 highway, with weapons inside them. Confiscated were 39 handguns, 10 Kalashnikov rifles and four M16 rifles. Snow began to fall on Wednesday morning in the Golan Heights as winter storm Elpis blew into Israel, bringing cold and windy weather to most parts of the country. Later in the day, the heavy snowfall reached peaks in the Galilee region. On Wednesday night, snow began to fall in Jerusalem and Thursday saw the city blanketed in white. This is Peter Jones-Pellach reporting for SBS Radio from Jerusalem. האזינו דרך האפל פודקאסט, גוגל פודקאסט, ספוטיפיי, או בכל מקום אחר בו ניתן להאזין לפודקאסטים.